Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. Hope you're having a great week, great weekend. It's Saturday as I record this. Hope, you know, this whole month is flying by. It's what, November 19th today? It's crazy. Crazy. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R I C K B A T A. Or also email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Either way, let me know your thoughts, your hot fire takes, or if you just have questions in general, you know, I'm here for you. Now, before I jump on in to Nigel Houston's latest edit of you know, Shine, I have to comment on his company's, you know, recent acquisition. That's right, Disorders, you know, shaking and baking, making some moves, making some deals, and recently added Clive Dixon to the squad. Yeah, so let me put on my, my analyst jacket. Let me adjust the tie real quick. All right. I like this move. I think it's a good fit for him, and I think he'll fit right in with that crew. You know, and I'll chime in more on that later. But I just had to, you know, put my jacket on, my tie on, my sports analyst takes. I like this move. So shifting now back to the man himself, of course, Nigel Houston, and his latest fire edit, Shine. And it turns out that isn't like all we're gonna see from him from from this month, from this month. And I'm not sure if he's actually gonna drop anything else, maybe in December. But as of right now, he said on his Instagram page. There will be another video dropping on the 28th called Need That, and Nija 3 Shoe will be released on the 30th. So that's a lot to pack in on November. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess needless to say, it's going to be a very busy month for him. Very, Actually, a very busy Q4 for Nija. And dare I say it, <coughs> cough, a Sodi push. You know, he's, he's taking the like the cues from Tyshawn, right? I mean, straight from it, straight from the Thrasher mag. I mean, he's definitely got part of it down where there's no filler, all hammers. It's like, check. Now I just check that box off, of course, with this latest edit. But then again, is it too much? We also had his you know, Life on Video documentary that dropped, what, 10 days ago? And then another uh, Nija tells his, you know, story of disorder skateboards, you know, trajectory video that was released a day before. A lot of Nija in just November. Is that overkill? I mean, is it obvious? You know, it's almost like, take it easy, Nija. Le- leave some November for the rest of us, bro. It's not just your month. You've been sending it like a maniac. And this is with him injured. Imagine if he wasn't injured too. To be like, well, here we got. We're just gonna do something every day for the the month of November. Yeah. Well, maybe not on Thanksgiving. We'll let you guys enjoy your holidays. But every day, we kind of know what you're doing here. Maybe see if you can, you know, click the unsend button on just one or two of them. You know, sprinkle them into December. Just had to point that out. How obvious it was. Like Tasha's, I don't like skaters who, you know, definitely obviously push even though that's kind of what he's doing and Nigel's doing you know everyone's doing it they're all doing it see what Mark did started all this right there's no subtlety found here none he's coming for you Jimmy Jimmy's still my pick until I see other footage drop and Tyshawn and, and Louie you know those are my top three right now but he's coming for Jimmy man leave don't don't even hurt Jimmy dude Shine, which is uh, I'm assuming is named after the first song in the, the the music video from Mondo Cosmo. However, even as I read that right there, every time I read that name in my notes, I picture it as Mongo Cosmo, 
You know, both are rad names, but can you imagine if there was a skater out there named Mongo Cosmo? It could happen, right? Maybe I just influenced some parents out there. Too. Any any listeners out there expecting the little one in the next few months? You know, consider pitching that name to your better half, right? Say, hey, babe, uh, hear me out. Hear me out. I know we're looking for a name for our kids because um, we had trouble too. Like literally, we named our kids. I have twins. In the hospital. Well, actually, no. My daughter's name was already set, but we were still on the fence with my my son. I should have named him Mongo Cosmo. And I think, but damn it. But anyway, pitch that to your better half. You know, say, babe, 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 or honey, or whatever you want to call. Mongo Cosmo. Cosmo, middle name. Yeah, that would work. But do it for us. You know, do do it for the Mongo community. Anyway, I just had to point that out because my crazy brain, literally, as I looked at my notes, I'm like, Mo- I almost said Mongo and not Mondo. So Mondo Cosmo, Shine, I'm assuming that's why he named it. Cause, and his second song was from Amen Dunes, you know, another cool-ass name. Well, Amen, of course, sang the song to Siren. I mean, is there a theme to these song choices? Most definitely, you know. Did it work for this video? You know, I think it did, you know. I, mean, I wonder if he'll what he'll use for Need That, you know, which, of course, it led me to Spotify search options for possible artists, right? And there were quite a few. Will it be Matthias Tyne and Young Chris? They got a song called Need That, exclamation point. Nipsey Hussle did a song with Dom Kennedy called I Need That. Little Reese has a song called I Need That. And that one had me bobbing my head. I'm all, I had no idea who Little Reese is or it was. I can picture some epic, like, slow-motion tricks of that song. I need that. Or will it be Moonchild and Little Camille's Need That? You know? I mean, who knows? I'm just, that, this is my crazy brain. I went to Spotify and I'll need that. I'm trying to figure out what songs he's going to use, you know? But maybe Little Reese. Does he seem like a Nip- Nipsey Hussle, Hussle fan? I don't know. Maybe it'll be none of the above. And I'm just overanalyzing, overthinking it. But anyway, got my brain spinning. I love how they started this video off with him rolling past some, you know, bus stop benches. But did you notice the subtle messages on them? Or at least the first one, right? It said, get over your selfie, send it later. You know, is the universe telling him to also slow it down? Is the universe universe agreeing with me on that one? Just unsend a couple of them, dude. Put them in December. I mean, of course, they're talking about texting and driving, but you know. We all know he's all about sending it, so but maybe I'm reaching a bit on that one. But I just had to mention it, you know? It's like, get over yourself. Send it later. But it's selfie, not self. You know, shout out, of course, to stoptextstoprex.org. I'm going to give them a shine. I don't even know if they're still doing those bus stop billboards. It's probably a year or two ago. However, you know, I just had to look up the second one, okay? Hear me out. Hashtag dance like a dad. Right at 17 seconds, you know? It's like, what are you insinuating, bus stop bench? Huh? Punk? You saying dads can't dance? Well, actually, you're damn right regarding this one. Yeah. But I kind of had an idea what this hashtag was all about, and I was right, you know? And I, I can get down like some of the adults and some of the dads I saw on there, you know? I could do that without pulling a leg muscle. Yeah, watch me. Yeah, you, you're laughing now. But that's a great hashtag. Not a real popular one, so I wonder how long ago this was that was filmed. But it was entertaining for sure. So let's get, let's get that one going again. Dance like dad. Hashtag dance like a dad. Actually, yeah. But you get started, okay? I'll I'll, I'll wait for your your cue. So this shine part is like a few seconds shy of about seven minutes, and 
I literally, and I'm not joking, could talk about each and every trick he did. There was no filler. Like I said, he took the words right from Tyshawn, took his advice. No filler at all. He straight up destroyed it on every rail, like in his path, whichever city he was in, everyone. It's almost as if we have to say, what didn't he do down a handrail? I'm not kidding. And he did mix in some street tricks too, just a couple. I mean, about how about his great opening line, right? He's going down that hill to a nose manual on that ledge, drops down, busts out a 360 flip off the ledge, you know, hops up the other side, does a manual, front 180, drops down a couple of times, and busts out that switch flip on the other uh, ledge. You know, it's like most of us would simply just drive past that spot, not even giving it a double take, or we'd see it, we're all, ah, we'd probably get kicked out in about two seconds, but he pulled that whole line off, you know? And post, you know, title cards and intro, he was seen busting out that massive backside nose blunt side down that, what was it, a 16, 17 stair rail, roughly? Huge. Huge. I was not ready for that. Damn, Nigel. Damn. Following up later, you know, I, I didn't laugh too much in this video, and you can read into that if you know what I've usually been talking about over the years. So I didn't laugh too much, but I did laugh at, th at this part. I'm like, dude, okay. It'll suit you grinds, you know? I bet those are having, like, Mark punching, you know, through some drywall with his left and his right hand. Like, are you serious? the hell are you doing, Nyjah? But those are ridiculous. As I said, I could literally go trick by trick for this video. It was that worthy and that good. I love that two-trick line starting at about 131. You know, the one with the nice tracking footage. You know, it looked very dreamy. Kind of reminded me of, like, Ma Mike Valley's Powell part. It's, like, very dreamy. Almost kind of like Skate 3 as well. Almost like a, a Skate 3 intro. You know, video game intros were the kind of just like... But yeah, I definitely thought of Mike V. So when he was running through the was it through the cemetery, just kind of gave that feel to it. I'm not sure if there's a connection there. I just, that's what my, my brain was telling me. What was up with that massive backside 50-50? Two minutes in, that rail is so damn tall. So unnecessary. And he was just showing off at this point. Rubbing it in our faces just how good he is. I love how he stands next to two. Two minutes and eight seconds in, and you see where you know, like basically the rail lines up. It's at his it's at his shoulders. <laughs> like what? I was by a handrail the uh what was it yesterday? Yeah, we went went out to dinner or the day before. We went out to dinner and I was walking by some handrails and they were kind of up to my probably about my ribs. And I was like, even then, how? How did you it was up to his shoulders? Just look at the expression on his face, too. He's probably thinking, like, yeah, I did that. Yep, yep. I grinded that. While y'all while just worrying about your slappies, you know, myself included, I'm over here ollieing up, like, shoulder-high rails, you know, and stuff. You know, no big deal. You know, I'm doing stuff on rails for giants, you know? That's me. I'm not slappying. I'm not slappying. And then we have his near-death trick. I can't remember what episode I talked about way in the past. But near-death tricks, they're not worth it, man. They're not. You know, just for kicks, right? No big deal. So unnecessary. This one was it. Front feeble attempt on that overpass at 225. Not worth it. Nope, 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 nope. Especially if you're the main, the brainchild of your brand. And not for how long he grinded, too. That was like, that was like a second? Like, really, a second. And I remember seeing him, he posted on IG, maybe it was a clip or a picture, a photo of it a while back. But I had no idea what he was trying. I don't think... Yeah, we didn't know what it was, but it wasn't worth it then. Like, no, thank you. I mean, sure, he's a professional, right? He can 
lean into the like the right direction and balance his weight. But you know, even the pros accidentally hit pebbles, you know, or hit a dull or, or too slick spot on obstacles, you know? That one I, I I could have done without, you know. I know he couldn't, you know, but I didn't appreciate getting sweaty palms while watching this video. I'm mean, actually, yeah, I'm looking at him right now, having that effect, just talking about it. But you know, it's it's so on brand for him though. You we've seen him done before. He's done so many near death tricks or just sweat palm, sweaty palm inducing tricks. You know, it's like, but, but why? Why would you try that for a second? Like one sec. That was it. Not even that. That was too long. It was like that was his grind. Not worth it at all. No thanks. Oh, I loved his. Uh, it was a switch heel feeble. Three thirty nine. That was pretty gnarly. Seems awkward to do, you know. And all the feeble haters out there, can you really say that you hate that one? You're like, nah, I don't like feeble grinds. That one's lame. You know that one. It almost goes like unnoticed too, just from the angle. It just it kind of didn't do it justice. But that was like, I, I had to rewind. That. I was like, damn, that was switch. And now it's about what four four minutes and nineteen seconds in. It's at this point in the video I would advise if you're not watching this with headphones on, you pause. Throw them on your ears. I love the sound of it was a kickflip front board down that that board down that kinked rail. It's like, and it, it just basically sounds so cool. It's like drop, 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 drop. Yeah, it's just yeah, the little things in life, you know. Just put on some headphones when you do it. Four nineteen. It's very cool. Very very difficult trick, of course, but it was how it sounded, which really like impressed me. Nigel's so good at like very large rails. It's scary. Four forty. I love the, this one. He rolled in at that dock spot. It's like kind of a weird, you know, shipping dock, right? So, and he rolled in and proceeded, you know, Smith grinding the rail off, off that bump and then rolling, of course, on to bust out on the other side, a huge blunt side down that 13 stair rail. Huge. And it wasn't just any 13 stair rail either. That thing was steep, capital S steep. That blunt was so damn gnarly. I mean, to go up and over a rail like that, just to have the confidence in his ability to go there is insane. To do that there is insane. Ribs could be shattered if you landed on it wrong. But I'm glad we got to see like two angles of it as well. You know, there, there's so many like extra things going on there. You know, the hoodie was flying up as he floated down. And key thing too, which I never really noticed, but his shadow. Pay attention to his shadow as well. And it was like it was like the perfect time to capture that moment because we got to see what that would look like if he did it switch. Watch his watch his regular version and then watch the shadow. Yeah, that's what it looks like you do it switch, you know? Does that count? The shadows count? I pretty much never pay attention like to shadows and it just my eyes just they basically slapped me in the face, you know. I was like, hey Rick, look at me over here. Very cool. Oh, and dude's like fakie game is on point too. For example, a fakey flip to 50-50 at 5.11. And then seconds later, his fakey back nose grind. I mean, both of those are so awkward, especially because you're floating, in your, your, the rail's behind you. You're floating back. Dangerous stuff. And then he tops it off with a massive fakey 50-50 down that long kinked rail. How do you, like, switch grind that long? I dare you to try that. Just give it one try. You know, and tell me how it works out for you. I mean, that was the one that uh, Jamie Foy did, right? He did a long cricket grind down. So I remember him, they both kind of ran into that door right there. And I'm pretty sure I talked about it on this show, but that was nuts. Huge. A fakey to sw like switch 50-50 down. Whoo! He grinded for about seven seconds on that one. Seven seconds. Switch. Come on now. 
and moments later, he's seen doing a beautiful switch heel front board. 550, I'm like, chef's kiss. But is it me, though? Is he step up his switch game lately? He's always kind of had switch game, right? Maybe I just haven't been paying attention, though. I don't know. My bad, Nigel. But then, of course, we have his ender, you know, the, the one we've all seen, right? This was on the cover of Thrasher, and he's rocking a Thrasher hoodie for it. Of course, it, it landed on that front page. You know, two different colored leggings, you know. He's got that kind of red, white, and blue vibe going for him. It's all oh, this, you know, very patriotic. Everything's working for him. You know, he's going all in on that acronym, right? All in, you know. It's obvious with this. But And for as much as that trick was insanely difficult to do, I wanted to focus on just, you know, the execution of it for a second here. That was straight up. It was perfect. It was per like the speed, the pop, the board to rail angle. Look how straight that was. Like, it's just, it's so flat, you know? You're not mistaking it at all for a tail side. You see that, you know, you know that's a tail side. You know, I see pictures of the, and you're like, is that a nose blunt? I mean, is it a blunt side or is it a tail side? And that's what makes it so mind-boggling. How do you hold that angle so perfectly, like just perfect angle for that long? And sure, he had to pop out a little early to get the make, but he held that for so long. That was so beautiful. And he popped out with, what, six steps left or something like that? It's going so fast, so damn good. And I honestly still don't know how he landed that. And how do you not accidentally make it that like a blunt slide? You know, he, he tail slid that like a boss. Bravo, man. Bravo. I was very excited to see the the clip for that. You know, most of the time, it's, you know, you see the, the, the still, the photo, and you, you see it like, eh, it's not as good, but damn. Way better than I thought. But this was a great video. And I know I don't do a great job at mentioning the filmers, but they all killed it for this video. And they had about, what, 11 filmers helping out, you know, helping out the cause for this one. All, be, of course, behind the mind of Ty Evans. So well done, Ty. You know, I, I, I need to give, I always say this, it's my, so I went flaw, right? So I don't give these filmers enough credit. I need to mention them more. I mention them all the time. I just don't, you know, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. But this was very cinematic. You know, I wish I'd, actually, I wish I'd seen it on like a big screen, you know, and maybe an IMAX or something. Maybe I'll, maybe I have to bust out the projector. It's kind of cold, not that cold in the driveway, but maybe bust out the projector and pop it on the screen, you know, who knows? So keeping it on the topic of disorder, they recently acquired Clive Dixon, you know, from Birdhouse, you know, for three first round draft picks and a seventh round draft pick in 20, you know, 24. I'm kidding, of course. But yeah, it's 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 been about, what, a year since Clive uh, announced his departure from Birdhouse, you know, his final graphic announcement. But he obviously had some things in motion, like shortly thereafter, I think, because you figure, I mean, maybe this was a work in progress, you know, maybe right away or like six months ago, but for the footage he's got for this video you know he, he had it it wasn't long he wasn't without a board company for that long before it he was just probably getting flow you know discreet flow but yeah about a day ago as i'm recording this on saturday his conjecture video dropped you know for disorder along with his pro board as well so they they like i said this has been in the works for a while to get all this timed up he's lined up he's got a you know page or a double page and thrasher coming up nigel isn't messing around at all now you know, he's got his eye on the prize. You know, he, he's coming for you, prod father, and real, and April. He's coming. He's coming for y'all. Well, you better watch your back. Yeah. The Clive on disorder. Like I said, I think I think it's a great fit from just the sample sizes we've seen. You know, it's it's been, what, like a year? 
roughly. It's been this year, right? Disorder launched this year. I can't remember. But especially with everything I just mentioned about, you know, Nigel's part, Clive can huck it down like the most insane stuff that, you know, unlike most of us cannot do. He's always been a bit different, right? He's He's been that guy that had no fear, has no fear, and very creative, you know, spot selections. And also, is it me, for those of you who have seen this Clive's latest video, is does he push with a little more swagger these days? You know, I noticed that in this conjecture video. Something feels a little different, you know, and that's a good thing. You know, more hammers, of course, for us to consume, but it's something different in his push, and I think that's a good thing. So with that being said, here are some notes you know I took along the way. I mean, starting your video off with a huge 50-50 down, what, a 22-stair hubba? That's a great start, right? That impresses the boss. But adding 5-0 attempts to that very spot is very on-brand for Distort. Very on-brand for Clive as well. You know, just the sound of that grind was awesome, right? It was so long. And I bet it was scary, Clive. You know? That's why you're doing them and not me. It's like, you do you. I'm not doing that. But I didn't need to see him, you know, twank and dank his leg at 37 seconds. So I, I didn't need this. That was a bit heavy. I didn't need to see that. Because that took him out for a while, right? That was a that was a break, right? That was a snap. You know, you, you get a you know, one-way ticket to uh to crutches with that one. Seconds later, he did this great, like, three-line trick. You know, quick tray flip, right? You know, casual kick flip to a casual front 180 into that ditch. <laughs> Just casual, right? Just rolling down the street. That's probably as warm. He probably did that first try. You know, because that's what we'd all do, you know, if we were, you know, doing that very line there, right? That's what we'd all do there. Don't steal my line, dude. And you see him, he stopped that cyclist in his tracks. You know, he was probably thinking, whoa, 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 where are you going, buddy? Whoa, whoa, what? Uh. But that was nuts. He probably, that, you know, that cyclist probably had some nightmares after seeing that. He thought, you know, Clyde was killing himself or something. Where are you going? Don't do it. And they're filming it, too. And you know he had to toss in that switch stance splash at the end. Stop showing off, Clive. You, and that was a big splash, man. What was that, about six inches, about six to eight inches of water? You knew elbows to the ground. That, that, that didn't feel good. You just had to splash, dude. We get it, Clive. Stop. Stop showing off. And seconds later, he threw down a very calm and casual six-trick line. Very relaxed. Like I said, a little more swagger in his push after the, those lands. Just you know, no care in the world. Just you know, you notice that six trick lines. Like, come on, dude. But one of my favorite tricks though was a, that Smith grind two thirty seven down that curved rail. <laughs> yes, Clive. That's what's up, dude. Keeping Smith grinds looking cool. You know, if you ever worry about you know Smith grinds not looking cool, even Smith grind haters, you can't hate on that one. You can't deny that one. I dare you to say something about bad about that one. I dare you. You can't. But how did you do that, Clive? <laughs> how? Can't wait for the rough cut on this, the rough edit. And just when I thought I couldn't be more entertained by this part, you know, he decided to throw in that, you know, merry-go-slide, 319. He's like, wee! Look at me go! Hop on, kids! We're going for a ride! Wee! That looks so fun, right? <laughs> uh, and he wasn't rocking any uh, little John's rails either, right? That was straight. That was a straight up board slide, right? That looks so fun. The lean in as he turned around and round, almost kind of like an ice skater, right? You know, he should have put his hands behind his back, kind of like those ice skaters, like when they're taking corners. Like, 
Wee! Clive is out there having fun, and that is all that matters. Round and round he goes. Where he stops, nobody knows, you know? Even if you are a Clive hater, you have to watch it just for that part, just for that trick. Uh, I haven't even checked. Is that a, let's see, what was it, Dago? Yeah, so that's probably a QS top 10, right? It's me in there. Top five, right? I say so. That was epic. Round and round. Wee! Like I'm just, I'm closing my eyes right now and just visualizing it. It looks so fun. And it'd be, it's more fun to do it that way. You know, doing a front side, no, nah, that wouldn't be as fun. You got your back to it. You got to just, you got to enjoy that ride. But yeah, the way he was leaning right there was just so funny. <laughs> I need more angles to that. His ender was gnarly too, you know. It's like, you, you won't see me out there trying that anytime soon either. Pro- you listening as well, right? We're not going to go out there. Who in the right mind would try to do that into that ditch? Bravo, Clive, you know. Close that burning book of music notes. It's over. Over. Clyde's like, boom, this thing's done. Wee! Seriously, I can't stop thinking about that trick. Looks so fun. Who's that guy? Uh, oh, Shrimp Daddy. He's got to do a re-edit of that and just have him just scooting around the world or something. Sliding around the world. So what about you? Are you conflicted with this part? I mean, maybe you hate disorder, right? You just, you're like, oh, they disgust me. Oh, I hate them. But you have the urge to kind of like this part, right? I mean, maybe you don't like Clive, right? You know, for some odd reason. I don't know. Why would you hate on Clive? And you hate disorder even more. You know, it's a tough spot to be in. I, I get it. I mentioned, I, I understand. That's why I mentioned that. But you got to at least check it out, you know. I mean, I think this team is starting to come together. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the name. I've mentioned this before. Because it, it always reminds me of the, the Three Stooges, which I guess in the long run is a good thing for them, you know. Because every time I say disorder... I think of disorder in the court. I mean, so there's that. It's, and it's probably going to grow on me, right? Who knows? One thing I could say, though, is adding Clive to that team is a win-win for them. You know, dude has been putting in the work. I mean, he seems to have the right work work ethic, right, to impress his boss. There's no, going to be no issue on that front. He's like, yo, I need some, some clips. On it, boss. And actually, you can pick up one of his boards right now, you know? You know, if, Actually, I've yet to see any disordered boards out here, like in the wild in San Jose. But who knows? Maybe Clive will the the Clive ones will start popping up at park soon. I don't know. I'll I'll keep you in the loop. I will let you know. But you know, time will tell. So, what are your thoughts on conjecture? I'm I'm saying like, hey, at least it wasn't creep, right? Remember that. But I'm a creep. Yeah, that, I was not a fan of that song for that video. But hey, you know, whatever. Clive's grown. He's matured. Let me know your thoughts. And finally, can you hear that? This thing I am holding in my hands. You can't see it. See, well, eventually I'll get on YouTube, right? You can't see it. But it's red and it's gnarly. And I'll give you a hint. Like I said, it has the red cover. It's got a skull on it. About a one-inch skull. With the words, let it kill you, written underneath it in gold. I'm kind of shining in the light here. That's right. It's Ben McQueen's book, Let It Kill You. It is out now. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back to episode, wait, circle back, what? Yeah, episode 170 and hear all about it. Okay? So great job on this book. I'm clapping with the book right here. 
I love the way it feels. I mean, it's a perfect size. Not too small, not too big. And the interviews are way longer than I expected. You know, we get into the minds like these great tattoo artists. And I'm still reading Eric Dressen's, you know, and I have plenty of pages to complete, right? The right questions were asked and allowed for more like open-ended answers. And you don't see any simple like, yes, no, or uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, I think so. There are some decent chunks of words in there, you know? <laughs> but I, it got me thinking, though, that must have been a bitch to transcribe. I was like, damn, that's a lot of words. Eric likes to talk. Everyone, because like I said, I'm just using Eric's example because that's I'm still half, uh, probably about a third of the way through, maybe halfway. I think there's, yeah, about 20 pages in all with images. That's legit. That's a decent interview. So, yeah, I finally got my copy in the mail. Let me hold it up again for no one to see, but you can hear it. It's right here. But it looks great, Ben. Bravo, dude. Job well done. And I highly recommend you go out and get a copy. And spoiler alert, it will be most likely one, like the first one of many, many more to come. Yeah, you heard it here. Okay? Thanks for tuning in.